Hello and welcome to another episode of Hues of Love. I have with me my Wonder Woman, my strong, beautiful wife and co-host, Kisa. Hello. In past episodes, we have talked about our origin story and parents being superheroes. And today's episode is, what is your superpower? So we'll be discussing our superpower attributes and what makes us a dynamic duo. Like every superhero, we have our strengths and our weaknesses. Superman is super strong. He can fly, laser beam eyes, etc., etc. But when he expo- when he's exposed to kryptonite, his powers go away. Even the ve- the Avengers, um, they are a group of mighty warriors who can seemingly overcome anything, but they split up because of not being able to effectively communicate or compromise. So today we're going to talk about what makes us great and makes us superheroes, but also what makes us human. And I guess I'll start. So (laughs) we'll go through our strengths first. Um, And one of my biggest strengths um, is that I'm an extrovert. I am incredibly outgoing. If you know me, I will talk to anybody. Um, Doesn't matter if it's a random person at the grocery store, somebody I've known for years. I just love being around people and talking to people. So COVID is making that very interesting for me, right? Because (laughs) I haven't been able to do what I love. But yeah, that's something that I absolutely love to do. Um, Because I'm an extrovert, I make friends very easily, I would say. Um, And I love making new friends and meeting new people. Um, I absolutely love being organized. I am a super planner. I have like seven different planners, journals, schedules, all types of things to make sure that everything flows smoothly. I love it. It's one of my like happy things to do our house, organizing rooms and all that other kind of stuff. It's just, it brings me joy. Um, What else? I encourage community. I love being, because I love being around people and I love, um, interacting with people. I love building communities and creating environments for people to come in. So like my house is an opal. Hopefully in the next couple of ho- couple months, my house can become an open house again, but <laughs> I love having people over. I love engaging. I love mixing different people with people that they didn't necessarily know. So bringing different of my own groups together to create new groups. Um, oh, this is, I, I believe I'm very kind and friendly. That's something that I I would like to say I'm super bold. Um, yeah, I am really bold, huh? I <laughs> mm-hmm. um, sometimes a little too bold, um, but I don't hold anything back. I really will say it like it is and tell you how I feel. Um, oh, I'd like yeah, I'd like to believe that I'm I'm smart. I got really good grades in school. I have a few degrees in my back pocket because that's where they've really been sitting for a while. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I love learning. I love education. In fact, I've been like contemplating whether or not I want to go back to school um, and what I would want to do. But yeah, I love learning. So right now my biggest thing is reading and gaining all the knowledge. Um, I believe I'm pretty intuitive. I love to advocate for other people. Um, And with that, I'm very willing to help 
in any way possible. If I have knowledge, if I know something, I definitely want to help other people in any way. Um, it's the very reason why I started my blog and why I started my like using my Instagram um, because I really want to help others succeed in things that I've gone through um, in their own journeys and their own past. And even with my friends um, and family, if I have something to give to you, I'm definitely willing to do that. And also with that, I believe that I am the type of person that's very encouraging towards other people. Right. Um, I'm definitely here for cheering you on. Um, a lot of our friends have become entrepreneurs and are creating these new endeavors for themselves. And I, I definitely will be the person to like, to comment, to subscribe, to log into your, you know, your Zooms or whatever the case may be to help you out in your small businesses, whatever, because I really want to make sure that all my tribe and everybody around me succeeds. Right. So those are my strengths. What about yours? So for me, um, I think that I am an empath, which really helps me to um, see things both ways. It allows me to understand what people are going through. It allows me to sympathize and empathize um, in ways that um, a lot of people might um, draw a line in the sand and, and take a, a position on why people might have um, behaved a certain way or might have acted, you know, in a way that maybe not have um, been becoming of them or whatever the case. Uh, I tend to be able to see or think or even reason, you know, um, why people may have done things. And I think that that um, helps me to give people grace um, in order to, you know, work towards um, reconciliation or whatever. Right. Um, I think I'm people smart um, for that same reason. Um, I interact with people of different demographics and tend to be non-judgmental. So, I mean, there's really no rhyme or reason to some of the people who you might see me with. Um, right. I think I have a pretty Your tribe hodgepodge, is... yeah. motley crew of friends. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, um, and uh, acquaintances. Um, and, you know, I am an extrovert. I'm not nearly as extroverted as Kisa is, but I think that me being able to, you know, step out on a ledge allows me to really connect with people that way. Um, I do believe that I'm a good communicator. Um, I, I'm a poet, so creativity and just being able to use words and shape worlds, you know, in creative ways that really, I mean, I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, and you're really good at it. Oh, thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Um, and I believe, like Kisa said, I'm an exhorter. I'm a person who encourages. I'm, I, I try to be a motivator. Um, I say it a lot. Um, you know, I am my best friend's um, biggest fans. Yeah. Anything that they they do, I try to support. I try to promote. I try to um, patronize, um, and you know, I just I love to see my people thrive, grow, oh, yeah. be successful. 
Um, so, uh, what else? I think I'm very flexible. Um, also very laid back. Um, that kind of comes with, you know, being a creative. Um, and I also believe I'm a visionary. I, I, I have a lot of ideas. There have been a lot of things that I have, you know, put my hands to do and started. And so I think that those are all of the things that I have in my tool belt that I would say are my strengths, my, my uh, superpowers. Yeah, those are really good. Um, so I guess with that, because we've now said our strengths, how do our strengths work together? Hmm. That's a really good one. So I think the first thing would be um, my organization Mm-hmm. helps our entire life <laughs> right. mold and flow smoothly. Um, I definitely think it goes with your laid back personality. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because you're laid back, um, the idea of schedules and stuff don't really. It's not my thing. It's, it's not my toy. Yeah. <laughs> I and... don't like to be anywhere by a certain time. I like to kind of go come and go as I please. I like to do things on a whim. Um, I like to have the ability to to kind of come and go, um, you know, when when the when the feeling hits me. Right. Um, and you're the opposite. And I, I see value in, in um, both. In both, right. And right. I think that we balance one another in that. So when it comes to appointments, when it comes to projects, when it comes to anything that needs to be scheduled, you have that down. Right. But um, I think that I bring balance in knowing the value of being able to have um, periods of time where there's nothing to do right. because there we need time to be a family. We need time to be a husband and wife. We need time to relax and just veg sometimes and, and, and literally just rest because right. bodies need rest. Right. Um, so and you had to teach me that because I will see if it's an open space, I will try to fill it with something. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that definitely has helped because <laughs> we have found rest in you. Um, I definitely think that for me being the extrovert that I am, um, we have been able to create many new friendships um, not just for you and I, but for our children or mm-hmm. through our children as well. So a lot of our new friendships I met, um, because I met the wife randomly at the park or at the library or on social media or something like that and was able to connect. Um, and through that, I kind of always bring you along like, Hey, so I have this play date with so-and-so and I think you would really like her husband. So you guys should connect. But with that, it has brought forth some really solid friendships of ours. So my willingness to randomly talk to people has really panned out for us and our family. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of another one for me. Um, I think that with my creativity... um, I am able to do things that bring you outside of your box because yes, very much. So. That's what I was thinking. There was a time when 
You didn't have a hobby. I did not. <laughs> and that was the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, like. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing you ever heard, ever, in the history of your life, is that somebody didn't have a hobby. Like, out, like something that brings you pleasure that you could do on a regular basis, and there's nothing. Like, you don't yeah. watch TV all that much. You don't really mm. enjoy movies all that much. Um, unless you're watching it with me. Right. And so it was just strange. It was strange to me that there wasn't anything really that you could hang your head on and be like, this is my, this is my thing. Yeah. This is um, just what I do for fun. Everything so, was always like I play sports, but it wasn't, it was for fun, but it was also because. Yeah. But you're not, you're also not in college. So that's just not even. Right. I wasn't in college anymore. And I was like, oh, wait, what do I do for fun? those things were like seasons in your life that. Well, it was like all the things that I grew up doing once I graduated from college, they were all done. Right. And so I was like, wait a second. I don't have anything like what I do for fun is done. So I don't have anything for fun anymore because I spent my whole life doing my fun things in sports. And I'm into a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of I mean, if you've listened to the podcast, um, I like a lot. I mean, yeah, you do. The one I think downfall for me was I have always been good at a lot, but not really great at any one thing. Um, but the things that I like: shoot pool, play ping pong. Um, I like to go on bike rides. I like poetry, I like art. So painting, drawing, those are all fun to me. Um, I shoot. I think I even said that you know. Uh, at one day, I want to go on a, a storm chasing team. Yeah, and, it's and, crazy. And, You're going by yourself with that chase, one. <laughs> chase tornadoes. So, like, there's a lot of things that I bring to the table to, you know, kind of um, keep things new and fresh. And right. um, so, those are, I think, the things that are um, innately in us that help us to. Um, be a strong duo and that kind of work in our favor to keep us happy, to keep us motivated, to keep us strong. And um, yeah, so those are the things, the things that we really excel at. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, even in you, I was thinking when you were talking about your creativity and the fact that um, that's really helped our family as a whole, right? Because I'm not creative. I, I didn't think I was creative. I shouldn't say I'm not creative. I did not think I could be creative. Mm -hmm. um, and it was you who pushed me to, hey, why don't you start writing? Mm -hmm. Why don't you start thinking outside of the box? Why don't you find something to do? Right. But then I think about our kids um, and how my mind was always one track and like what what sport can they play? What, you know, what physical activity can they do? <laughs> Because that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And so I naturally wanted to gravitate to that for them. And it was you who was like, hey, um, how about we grab an art kit? And how about we, you know, let's go run outside and play and let's go do all these things. So I think um, it complements, we complement each other in that sense because where I can say, hey, you guys need a, a sport where you have to listen to a coach and you have to work with a team. You also can say, hey, we're going outside today and we're spending a couple hours just running around playing or let's sit down and paint. And all of those things our children love. So they're getting the best of both worlds. Right. Um, where if it was just with me, they wouldn't they wouldn't get those things. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think we have some great strengths. What do you think? 
I agree. But here's the part where I'm like, nervous because i don't know if i want people to know these things but i guess we're an open book and so you gotta share so i guess i have to share but um yeah so weaknesses right and i think first of all before we talk about our exact weaknesses i think that it's very important for people to um kind of do what we did sit down and write out what your strengths are but write out what your weaknesses but don't allow your weaknesses to make you feel weak does that make any sense so like we all have things in our lives that aren't um perfect none of us are perfect and we have things in our lives that we can work on and advance on but it's not a bad thing to know what those are that doesn't make you any less of a person or you know what i mean yeah. Anything like that just because you have weaknesses. But let me get off my um, my therapy moment. And uh... <laughs> well, I mean, it really goes with the theme of being a superhero. Like we said, you know, there are a lot of times when, you know, um, in a comic book or in a movie, whichever you prefer, um, the character has some sort of a a, a moral defect or you know, a, a character flaw that makes them not so likable, but, you know, you're so invested in them that you want to see them succeed. And over right. the course of time and throughout, you know, the movies or whatever, or the comic book, um, they they evolve and they grow. So um, right. the weakness is really just a part of the journey. It's a part, it's a part of the um, things that we have to overcome. And, you know, we're best suited to do that together than individually. And then, yeah, then apart. Correct. So I'll go first. And my biggest weakness, and I know this one, is that I lead with my emotions. Um, and I don't necessarily control my emotions well. So <laughs> um, I definitely wear my heart on my, what is that? You wear sleeve. your heart on your sleeve. Yes. And I definitely feel all the feels and I will let you know, or anybody else around me know exactly how I'm feeling about something. Um, and sometimes I don't even have to say it. My face is very telling and I may not even have to say what it is that I feel, but my face is going to tell on me before anything else. I can't control it. I'm I just, the same way. Yeah, yeah, my face just snitches on me every single time, um, which is not necessarily a good thing because there's a time and a place for everything. And uh, sometimes I need to hold back on how I feel. Everything in nature has a warning sign. I don't think it's all that bad. Yeah. It's just sometimes I need to like think first and I don't necessarily think or process the way that I feel right. before I just emote and just go for it. And I, yeah, I learning, appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I'm learning that I need to take a moment and think about my feelings and process my feelings and make sure my feelings are accurate, right? Before I just like throw them back out there. So that that's, I'm working on it. Therapy helps a lot. And we are big advocates for therapy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know some people are like, oh my gosh. I'm not sure. I'm here for it. Um, the same way that you work on your muscles and your body in the gym and the same way you eat healthy and all those things, you need to take care of your internal self too. So here for therapy. But um, yeah, this is a big one for me. I do lack confidence in the ability to be successful, which is crazy because 
so far I've been successful in the things that I've put my hands to, but um, I think it's that imposter syndrome where anytime something does happen and it happens the way that I thought it was going to happen, I feel like, oh, wait, why did that happen to me? Like, I don't deserve that to happen. Or Mm. that was just a fluke. That wasn't necessarily me being able to do it. And so um, oftentimes I will, and I don't necessarily second guess myself to the world, but you know that I I will come to you and be like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should put this out there. I don't know if I should say this. I don't think I wrote this well. I don't, I'm constantly like... (laughs) In my bubble of like, this isn't going to go well. Self-sabotage. Yeah. Um, which is something that I've actually, so for you to even say self-sabotaging, it is something that um, I am very, you know, tooting my own horn, proud of myself this year that I've stepped outside of my box because I often, my motto really was, if I don't do it, then I can't fail at it. And so instead of doing it with the potential of it succeeding, I was always afraid of that if I do it, it's going to fail. And what's that going to look like if I failed at something? Right. So, yeah, self-sabotage is a real thing. And um, again, a lot of prayer and therapy. Jesus and therapy will get you through. Um, I definitely, because of these things, do tend to stress about a lot and get anxious often um and yeah that's just that's just that's no fun um but it's something that i do i don't want to say suffer from but something that i am uh aware aware of yeah and something that i'm again all these things i'm working on um yeah i'm I'm a people pleaser for sure Um, i think that's part of me being an extrovert and um gaining all these friendships and stuff I always want people to see the best of me and to accept me and to love me and to care and to do all the things. So, And it's funny that you say that because one of the caveats of, you know, me agreeing to do this was that we had to be transparent. And so even, you know, coming before you and um, putting ourselves out here is is a stretch yeah it's uh this is a lot for me (laughs) it's a challenge but i think that one of the things that it is a benefit and i've I've shared this with many people um even though you know we're doing this i think to a degree it was a bit of a concern for me just because of what it might look like if i don't hold up to what what we're presenting but i think what helps with us being able to, you know, do what we're doing is that we're not just showing the one side. We're showing both sides. We're showing um, not just the strengths, but the vulnerabilities. We're showing the weaknesses. We're showing the imperfections and the flaws. So, um, you know, I think that you're stepping out in a lot of ways into you're leaning into discomfort in a lot of areas yeah and doing a really good job you know well thank you babe while doing it thank you love yeah because even right now i was like i wish you guys one day we are going to start recording so you guys can physically see us while while we're doing these because not today because i'm <laughs> not dressed i'm look i'm and in pajamas <laughs> 
we are in pajamas. But I mean, like, just to see, because I am sitting here very much like sweating and everything else because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm telling the world this. But it's all good because, again, like you said, we are, our goal is to be transparent. Um, but with that, um, I tend to analyze um, what's being told to me instead of listening. And so an example of that would be if you and I are talking really about anything, but it's uh, really if we're in um, intense fellowship, mm-hmm. I may, instead of just listening to what you're saying, begin to analyze what you're saying, try to figure out how I'm going to come back at what you're saying, and then assume that you meant whatever it is that I thought in my mind, because I analyzed it in my, in my mind of what it meant. And um, that can lead to issues because I've now created this whole scenario <laughs> off of my, um, my process instead of just listening to yeah. what you've said. You've created a narrative based on the facts that support what you have in your head. What you have. Exactly. And so um, one of the things that I am actively working on is um, stopping my brain and just focusing on listening. And it's not even necessarily with you. Um, I tend to do that with a lot, just in general, when I'm talking to people, um, I had a really good a close family friend tell me recently that she realized that um, I am not interrupting when I'm speaking to her. And I actually told her that's something that I'm working on because I don't interrupt to be rude, but my mind just starts going. And so I'm like, oh, I got to tell you this because it just reminded me of what you just said. It is and one it's, of my biggest. It is one of your biggest pet peeves. <laughs> peeves. And I don't necessarily, I don't mean to do it to be rude. It's just my mind clicks. Like you might say, just two or three words and my mind goes to something that would be completely relevant. And so share I, it later. <laughs> I will stop talking and walk away. Oh, I will be yeah. done all together. You will. And so I want to just immediately jump out and say it. And that's difficult because I need to stop because while I'm thinking in my mind what I'm going to say next, that means that as I'm thinking, I've missed whatever it is that mm-hmm. you've said after what it, after I stop listening. Right. Which is an effective communication. Right. Because sometimes, and even between you and I, I have missed key elements of the story or of the situation because I've processed it incorrectly. So... Oh, you pretty much stopped listening after you heard what you needed. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying. I'm working on it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say mm? I said yeah. <laughs> but that mm first. Mm. I had to think about it before. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> you had to process before I validated first. that. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily like taking correction. Um, I think I'm doing much better in this situation. If you'd have asked me a couple months ago, I would have probably told you, nope, I don't like correction at all. But I do find, actually, I shouldn't say I don't take correction well. It depends on who's giving me the correction as to whether or not I take it well. I oftentimes don't hear it from you because I'm like, oh, for real? You want to tell me blah, 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 blah. But it's not of that you're being people, mean. It it's just, I know. But then, like, there's some other people 
um, where it's just like, okay, like if our uh, senior elder, like, all right, yeah, tell me about myself. I've had friends tell me about myself and I'm like, hmm, yep, yep, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Let me correct that. And so I think that's something that I take correction, but I need to learn how to take it well from you. And I think that in general, even with what you were talking about before, if we assume love first, it really curtails a lot of offense, a lot of confusion, and anything that might bring a you know bring about intense fellowship. If you assume love, then I'm not going to take whatever thing I heard wrong um, for you. You know, I don't I don't think that you meant that. Um, in a harmful way. A harmful, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Which is how I've been able to like process what you're saying to me a little bit better because I realize and try to make sure that my mind stays in a place of whatever you're saying, even if I don't like it, I know that you're not meaning me any harm by what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to hear it better when I come from a place of, okay, you love me and you want to see better and want me to do better and want me to be better and want me to grow and mature from this versus like you're coming at me because you're coming at me and I think yeah my last one is just I am stubborn hmm. that's all I got for that <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I don't even know where else to go from there these are all things that trust me I know all right so my weakness um, we kind of talked about it. And I think a lot of my weaknesses are actually aspects of strength, but I think it's where you stand on it in the moment or whenever, you know, whatever the situation calls like for. Like how far they go to. Um, being really flexible and relaxed. Um, I'm a huge procrastinator and I don't know when, well, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll stand on that. I'm a procrastinator. But when it comes to like my job, I don't procrastinate with that. I usually get right on it. Like I usually that's just, go. That's the money maker. You're like, yeah, I don't but usually, like for me, I'm usually the same way across the board in, in whatever behavior it is. Yeah, you are. But in your but jobs, in you're that not like one that. thing and organized, like organized. <laughs> That's so crazy because you are, you are so on point. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I do procrastinate and that leads to a lot of things not getting finished or forgetting. And I mean, if somebody is relying on you to do anything, then, you know, I mean, that just brings friction, unnecessary friction. And um, it is something that I'm, I have been intentionally working on. Um because Kisa is such a planner, I have been trying to take a couple of pages out of her book and look over her shoulder to kind of see what, you know, things I can um, use to help me to be more um, on point and scheduled and regimented and, you know, just be a little bit more on point. Um, but even, you know, the organization is something that I have struggled with in varying degrees. Mm -hmm. I think that I've gotten better. The thing is, there's no rhyme or reason with me. 
No, there's not. Oh my god. I thrive in organized chaos. I know where everything is. Like one day my side of the room can be spotless. Spotless. You're the, the best next cleaner. Day I can it'll just be messy. It could be messy for two, three days. And then I clean it up and it'd be cleany and clean and cleany. Spotless. I like that yeah, word. Listen. I'm about to start using that. Cleany. <laughs> That's it'll be, clean, clean. Yeah, yeah. It'll be cleany for like two, three days, and then it is there's just no rhyme or reason. And um so I think that that's just one of the things that even though I feel I'm getting better, it is definitely an area of um I need that needs to be improved. Um so like even with being a creative and self-motivated, a self-motivator in a lot of ways. I think like Kisa said, there are a lot of times that I have um, lacked confidence in my ability to do something. I'll start something, it feels good, it's successful, a um, lot of buzz, a lot of um, you know support, and then over time it gets heavy, and then maybe I feel like it's not as successful, get discouraged and then just drop the ball and leave it. And there have been quite a few things that I have done that with um, that, you know, I regret, but um, I think that this year, uh, especially with everything that's going on, has really shaken something inside of me to be more intentional about following through. Right. Um, I think so, that's done for both of us. Yeah. So even though that is still a weakness, that is something that I would call a weakness. It's something that we are. It's you know, evolving to yeah, a strength. We're we're working on it. Yeah. So, um, so I'm an equal opportunist. Um, I am a person who seeks justice and fairness. And so if there is an expectation of me um, to do something or to be away, you want please everybody be to be like that. Please understand <laughs> that you need to come to me with that same energy and expectation for yourself. Yes, you do. Because I will hold you to it. <laughs> and I will make sure that you know that you're not holding up your end of the deal. It is and the pettiness it's, in you. It's not, it's not petty. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I am petty. Don't get it twisted. But that's one of my quirks. It's just like in another episode, like I'm particular. It's yes. not petty, it's particular. <laughs> I am petty. But in this moment, like in this thing, I'm not petty. It's just a particular thing because I operate under the assumption of fairness and yeah, equity and you know that we are all being treated the same yes you do i have never buckled under pretty privilege you better get yourself out my <laughs> i'm not giving you nothing because you're pretty that means nothing to me my kids are cute that means nothing to me you can still get these hands like i'm fair gentle hands okay i'm not abusive i don't have to be gentle it's appropriate <laughs> um but it's it's just you know i i'm i'm the type of person that expects what i'm giving um 
I expect back what I'm giving, I should say. Um, and when it's not, that is just, that's, that's it. I think the older I get, the more pet peeves I have. I have been one of the most laid back people, but it's just like the older I get, I think the more things start to. Uh, don't become the grumpy old man. I'm not grumpy. Don't be the man on the porch. I'm definitely like, not grumpy. I'm definitely not You grumpy. touched the fifth blade of grass on my lawn. And don't I'm, be that man. I'm, I am a slow, slow, slow burner. Like it takes a lot to make me mad. But I am particular about things. So like, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get too far into that. Um, what else? What else? So I think that <laughs> one thing for Kisa would be my indecisiveness. Oh, my goodness. Um, because I'm so laid back again. Like, don't ask me what's for dinner. I don't really have I don't have a preference. I don't even Just ask give you me what's for dinner. Eat. I'll be like. Hey, I'm meal planning for the week. No, what do I say? I'm meal planning for the week. Is there anything that you'd like to eat this week? Huh? I don't care. Hmm? Whatever you choose. I don't. Hmm. And it's not that I don't (laughs) eat for pleasure, but I don't have, I don't have a taste for things. I don't care. Just give me something that tastes good. Put it in front. You can serve me the same thing every day. I have eaten cereal. Every single day. Facts. Like I that means nothing for me. And I'm it the means opposite. Nothing to me. I don't need a variety. Just give me something healthy and I'm good. I'm, you know. And I'm the complete opposite. And so, like, variety. don't ask. If I have to be the tiebreaker, I'll be the tiebreaker, but don't just come to me with <laughs> something I don't care. I mean, there, there, that's not to say that there aren't things that I am, you know, particular about. There are. There, Electronics. What do you want to do? About. Exactly. So, like, if you want to ask me something that I, I'll give you that. Um, hey, let's go do something. It's on you. What do you want to do? Let's go to the range. That is automatic. Let's go shoot pool. Yes. Let's go buy a new TV or an electronic or something. But like... Outside of that, you're no, like, I don't whatever. Care. Just I don't make care. the decision and we'll, we'll do it. Just make up the decision. <laughs> I don't care. That is something, though, that I do want to um, work on. I'm here for it's that. It's not one. something that I am actively working on, <laughs> but it is something In that I want future. to. But I want to. So I, I think that the balance for me is be flexible, but still stand on something. Yeah. Still have a position, and I think for me, I want to demonstrate that to our kids. I don't yeah. want them to think that the woman has to make all of the decisions, or that you know the dad just kind of plays the background. And so, yeah, because there's times where I need you to make a decision. And I even tell you, I'm like, this is not a I don't know situation like you. I need a yes or no from you. Yeah. Um, Man, I think my lists are longer than yours. (laughs) I think so, too. Man. Um, I have a filter. Well, I do have a filter and I don't have a filter. I have a filter on what things I hear or or what things I am aware of around me because I'm in my head a lot. Um, so say, yeah. people could be talking to me and I don't hear you. The kids can literally be yelling, daddy. They and could be I have to on go max like, volume. Yeah. And, and I'm like, Marcus, the kids are talking to you. And you're like, huh? What? Don't know. What? <laughs> now in terms of no filter, 
things that I say. Now that's not, I, I'm not saying like, I don't, I don't cuss like a sailor. I don't cuss at all actually, but like just yeah, the one things that I, I, I say, I don't know. I just don't have a filter. I don't, ha I, I lack cooth in certain areas. You know what? I will never forget. One of your closest friends told me that um, she has to be, um, she has to be conscious of the things that she brings to you because there's no gray area with you. And I think that's very true. Like what you say, just your filter just comes out. So like there's, there, it's black or white, right? So it's like, if we bring a situation to you, you're like, well, this is how it should be. Or this is how I feel about it. Or this is whatever the case may be. Like there's no like, ah. okay, okay. so it's like, <laughs> But like see, here's in terms the thing, of though, like no filter, and I want to I want to speak to that because it's 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 weird. Like, I think because of the person that I am, my words hold weight. I'm not a person that angers easily. I'm not a person who just throws around words, you know, haphazardly and just talks. However, I feel whenever I say something, I mean it, and because I mean it, sometimes it can hurt, and so I do carry my my words with um with care right but because i'm being honest i think that sometimes um in my sincerity it doesn't feel good hearing it no because i know even for me there's sometimes where i'll bring a situation to you and like i don't want honesty i don't want <laughs> i don't want a solution i just want you to hear, but this is like a whole nother topic. I just want you to hear what I had to say. And then sometimes I, even if you don't agree with me, be like, yeah, babe, that's crazy. No, I can't believe that, that happened. Mm -mm. But like you, so I know that there are certain situations that I'm like, mm -mm, I'm not even going to tell Marcus mm -hmm. because let me, while I, yeah, while I'm in my emotions, <laughs> go to one my, of your little friends. <laughs> while I'm in my feelings, let me go take it to my best friend because she will not, and that's not even like she's going to give me the, like the girl, but at least she'll give me that like response that I'm looking for. And then once my emotions are brought down and I'm feeling like, you know, okay, I can handle this situation. Then I can come to you and I can take whatever it is that you're going to give me back. People don't come to me asking what they want to hear. Not at all. There is no, don't ever look y'all. If you ever go to Marcus, just know you are going to get the, I mean, and, it, and it's good to get the truth, yeah, but, but I'm, also not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mean about it. No, you're not. You're just honest. Yeah. But sometimes not everybody wants that at that moment. No, sometimes you just want to like, no, nah, mm -mm, don't just me. want it, but that's what you need. I give you what you need to hear. Not what you want to hear. I just told you it was your friend who said it. So it wasn't just me. No, okay. <laughs> she need to hear it too. So. No, no, she don't. <laughs> um, stubborn. Yeah, I mean that's so. I I don't have to say no more than that. Are we both? We both are stubborn. And the funny it's thing suspicious. is, the last thing on my list wasn't even anything that we meant to say, but it came up earlier. My last weakness is I hate to be interrupted especially if I'm doing something. If I'm on the phone, don't talk to me and have a cross conversation. If I'm doing something, please don't interrupt me and expect me to do something because you want me to do it. If I'm talking and we're having a conversation, don't interrupt me because you have something on your mind. Like it is the equivalent of spitting in my face. It is one of the most 
ignorant, rude. Like I, You're it makes so my skin right fall. <laughs> so, like for other people, I don't know. I I, I tend to just stop talking. I. I I take control. I'm that person at a four way that waves you on because I don't. Want... <laughs> I'm just gonna be in control of it and stop talking so that I don't get upset. Because it's happened. I've 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 had conversations with coworkers over talking me downtown lunch break and I had to spaz. So like I try not to be there. I, I, and and like I said, it takes a lot for me. So understand this was. A long time coming, but um, yeah. So that's I think my that's your weaknesses. Weakness. Yeah, that's your greatest weakness. No, nah, it's not my greatest. It's probably the it's probably one that it's up there <laughs> that that triggers me the quickest. But it's not my my greatest one. So how do our weaknesses work against us? Um. So I think with your reactive nature your shoot first ask questions later um it is very different from the way that i address offense hurt feelings or dealing with anything that is upsetting right um don't get it twisted like there has been times in my life where i responded the very same way but i think early on being the man i knew that i could not bring that i could not match that energy or i could not bring that energy and so i've intentionally been the opposite so a lot of times whenever we have intense fellowship um if if you feel very passionately about something um i'll get the brunt of it and i don't really tend to give it back that doesn't mean that we don't have arguments but like i tend to be less aggressive and feel more of whatever you're feeling than you know the opposite way right um and i think just in in general um expressing ourselves in the heat of the moment you miss everything right so you're really not accomplishing anything it's just i think more or less getting your your feelings out and hoping to sort through the the rubble uh the you know the the chaos and destruction after the fact right i would say that one of the weaknesses that works against us is the what you were saying how you stay in your head mm -hmm. um because i'm a very like i said extrovert person i love to talk i love to engage i love to be active um in terms of communication and yeah. you know just in general and so there's often times throughout the day where i will be talking to you and think that you're listening and then you'll be like huh <laughs> because you were totally in your own space mm -hmm. um and it's very easy for you to turn on and turn off that was something i learned even while we were dating and i was like oh my gosh this guy can turn his brain on and off like just like that. Like you could be active in the situation and then go into your own world in two seconds flat. It's the ADD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because of that, I think that sometimes that works against us because where I need to be very engaged because something's going on or something's active or the kids or whatever the case may be. 
And I'm looking to you to be that like, you know, that person that I can engage with and you're in your own space. It can be very um, hard for me, Mm -hmm. I guess, to be able to adjust to situations because I don't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think our weaknesses in terms of how they work against us, I don't know if they necessarily like are super awful in terms of work against us um i think a lot of times that something that is a weakness for me tends to be a strength for you and vice versa so we're able to pull each other um and motivate each other they don't have to be huge things i mean most of what things you know um cause a strain on relationships are the small things they just a whole bunch of small, small things, things over and over thing. and over again. Oh. And it's those little petty things that, you know, get in the way and cause for, um, you know, the biggest of fumbles and, and, and you know, just miscommunication. So, right. um, which is interesting that you said miscommunication, because I think for us, some of the biggest things that we struggle with is communication because we communicate so differently right like i feel like we are the complete opposites in the way that we communicate and so having to navigate that space and constantly being aware of the fact that what works for me does not at all work for you and vice versa but being able to live in this unity of like we have to get this together and get this right because we have to we like this has to work we have to be able to communicate effectively so um I think constantly recognizing, which is obviously we don't always do it right. Um, I would say recently we did it very well and I was very proud of us. Um, (laughs) It didn't lead into a test fellowship because we were able to hear the other person because we weren't trying to communicate based upon what works best for us, but what works best for the opposite person. Right, right. Um, It's just a matter of being bilingual. Yeah. We have to learn to speak one another's language and there are going to be times when I have to speak more in your language than than mine, and then there are going to be times where you have to speak more in my language than your own. Right. So it's, you know, going back to some of the other things that we said, learning your spouse. Right. And really, you know, studying them and studying them well. And it's something that will, that she'll never stop doing. Right. We all continue to evolve and continue to change and continue to mature. And so with that, our understanding of who our spouse is has to change, has to learn or has to grow and has to, um, we have to mature in that, that understanding of who, who they are, you know, as they grow. Right. Yeah. So I think because of that, um, it's one of the ways that we are able to address our weaknesses Mm -hmm. is that by the constant communication. Um, And then it's not even just so much as in, only communicating when the initial issue comes about, right? But having like weekly check-ins. I remember um, a friend of ours was saying that at the end of every year, so December 31st, 20, well, December 31st of every year, um, they sit down and they go over their year together. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things in their marriage that they were able to succeed in? What are the things in their marriage that they could have improved on? What are the things in their marriage that were complete failures, right? And they go through and evaluate what worked, what didn't work. And it's almost like, I remember him saying, it's like a job. 
where every, yeah, where every year, um, it's an annual audit, right? Your job audits you and they really try to make sure what works and what doesn't. And I think that's the way to be successful in your marriage too, is that you have to look back and pinpoint, Hey, this really worked well. We should continue to do this. Or, Mm -hmm. Hey, this thing was a bomb. Like we should never go that, (laughs) go into that space again. Um, but yeah, just constantly focusing on how each other is doing, what's going on, but then being aware of the space and the season and what you're into. Um, because like you just said, that the person that you're married to will be ever evolving and ever changing. And so you have to be aware of that and be aware of where they are um, and then not hold things against them. So something that might be a weakness right now, I may be able to overcome that and make it a strength. But you can't hold that weakness against me or you used to do or you used to say or X, Y, and Z or whatever, because that's not something that I'm captive to anymore. And so you shouldn't be holding it against me Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, making those tally marks of like weakness, weakness, weakness. Like, no, you should constantly be encouraging me and helping me to build and move forward or something that may have been a strength could become a weakness at some point in time in my life. And so it's constantly... um, you know, just making sure that you are, like you said, studying your partner and really honing in on what it is that's going on in your marriage. Because we've had times, right? Where, I mean, we've been ever, oh my gosh, I feel like where we are now, I'm Mm -hmm. amazed at where we are now versus where we were when we first got married. Or even, what are we at? What are we at? March? March? Yeah, the beginning of March. So we're like almost a year into being locked down. Mm-hmm. And where we were last March as to where we are now, it's just such a different space. Like I would have never thought in a million years I'd get to spend this much time with you. Yeah, it's been a blessing. Absolutely. I mean, we went from spending like maybe like 30 minutes a day together on a good day and passing to spending like every day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all day together. So, and we had to learn each other all over again because our season changed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> so that is the end of our episode. Is there anything else that you wanted to say in terms of like what we're going to do to address our weaknesses or anything? Or do you think I covered it all? No, I, I think that you covered it. I mean, it really boils down to communicating and and loving i mean not 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 the feels not the you know um the the dopamine and serotonin and all of the chemistry you know the things yeah it's just the choosing to love the other person despite what you know you might see them um doing or the things that they say in a moment of weakness it's really just about communicating and um making compromise or, um, you know, compromising and finding, um, uh, what's the other C word? Um, consensus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are always ways that we can, um, make a situation that might not feel great, you know, a better situation. I I know we've said it in another episode, you know, even though a situation might not feel good or might be a bad situation. It doesn't have to end that way. Right. That's not the way that you have to see it. Um, I think that every experience is a stepping stone to um, being more acclimated to a future happening. And, you know, it just gives us 
the endurance that we need to overcome these minor things. Right. I would agree. And then just he, like really in terms of communication too, like hearing your spouse, mm-hmm. um, because I know, like I said, some of my weaknesses are the inability to hear. Um, but I think some of my greatest outcomes have come when I've heard what you're saying or how you're trying to help me grow and then taking your advice and moving forward with that. Right. And I've seen some of the greatest outcomes again for me because I've listened to the things that you have told me to better myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we will end with our nugget of knowledge. I can't believe we were already at the end. That flew by, at least for me. 56 said. minutes I later. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but it flew by for me. Um, but yeah, so my nugget of knowledge is to really learn to love your partner for who they are. Um, God was very specific about the uniqueness of each one of us and how he created us. And I always believe that it is better to love who they are, learn who they are and embrace that person versus trying to change them to fit who you think they should be, what you think is best, quote unquote, for them. That's good, but I feel slighted because you read mine. No, I, no, I didn't actually. I didn't read yours. Okay, well, I didn't. I promise, I did not read yours. So if, if that's yours the is case, close to that's mine, really dope. That's if really yours dope, is close then. to mine, then that means you and I are as one as we say we are because I did not read yours at all. I just wrote it and then went on. Okay, and well, typically dope, we then. don't even read that, write them. So oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure I was on point because, I mean, these last couple of times I've been struggling in the moment. <laughs> it's just been like a, a thought of coming clutch and, and last minute I'll have something to say. But Yeah, no, mine came in last minute, so I didn't even read yours. Okay. Now I want to hear it. Handle your partner gently and don't crush them with your power. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all heard, you know, the opposites attract and a lot of our strengths overlap with the other's weakness. And because we're strong in that area, it can be frustrating when the other person doesn't get it or is unable to see things the way that we see them. And, you know, those things lead to or can lead to a lot of intense fellowship. But it's it's really in those spaces that make our partners awesome. You know, um, if I'm stronger in this one place, I'll be great in this thing because I know that this is where you're weak in it. And if you're strong in some, you know, another area, I'll let you be great in that area because you know that I'm weak in that area. And that's how we work to cover all, you know, all grounds. We're a well-built city. There are no weaknesses because where I am weak, you're strong. And when you're strong, I'm weak. And hopefully I said that right. I think so. (laughs) If you did it, we got it. If I did, you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, but yeah, when we respect each other's strengths and weaknesses, we operate as an unstoppable team. That is so crazy that we both came up with the same. That, I think, is that the first time I think our nuggets of knowledge kind of like, we're almost, exactly we're almost identical. Yeah. Wow. And I promise you, I did not read yours. So there we go. Okay. Look at us being one. Yeah. Yes. So those are our superpowers. Please make sure to go to our Facebook page, Hughes of Love, and tell us what your superhero powers are, what makes you and your spouse unique, and a mighty powerhouse. Also, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, keep keep on on loving. loving.